which is what she's doing at the moment just like casually just like sitting on my crotch just like yeah. okay she might start cleaning herself in about five minutes which is what happens every single podcast recording no matter what time of day so if i start like petting her is she gonna is she gonna freak out mm, she might freak out but she probably will leave after a good few seconds right okay because 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 that's maybe the solution here because i've never done a podcast with a cat sitting on it's me it's easy you just you just chill like, what's, she do, like what's she doing right now is she just looking at you or is she yeah she's looking at me Oh, she might, on, oh, she's, no, oh, oh. She, she's considering leaving. No, 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 no. She's uh, she was just readjusting herself. Uh, welcome everybody. See Salt Parade episode. I think one eight seven. Yeah, you can hear four of us because we're in the same room. <laughs> <laughs> it is difficult to edit a live episode. This is the first one we've done, and I'd say oh seven eight months. Long time. It was really since, yeah. Well, the last the last live one we did was uh, the Avengers. Oh boy, Infinity like... War. No oh. Endgame. Even oh dear, that was April. Oh wow, it's now December. Time goes by. It's probably the last one of the year, man. There's been like five recordings since then. I uh... <laughs> well, no, because I tallied up the episodes. We have done one fewer episode this year than we did last year. Oh man, and last year was embarrassingly bad. <laughs> So, our uh, our track record is uh, it's it's consistent. I mean, if 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 we done you know fifty this year as opposed to last year's thirty eight or thirty nine, then oh. you know, would have been a bad look. Don't worry, we're professionals now. We're gonna get better at, the, at this. I suppose we should also play some theme music before we get into this final episode of twenty nineteen. Final episode of the decade, man. Oh yeah. Unless we did one between Christmas and New Year. Nope. Zelda, <laughs> we're on it. I am taking that time off, but. Uh, I think there's 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 a there's a funny irony in the fact that this is the last episode of the decade for Seesaw Parade and the cat is on me. I've been betrayed. Okay. I'll take a swig of my Yes, you do that. Mulled wine flavor tea. Is it mulled wine flavor? Yeah. Oh, of course it is. Because it's Christmas time. Even the tea is Christmassy. It's also uh, Star Wars time. Because, of course, this <laughs> as uh, the, the reason our, our lives have been brought into the same room to do this episode yeah. is because this evening uh-huh. we went to see Star Wars Rise of yeah. Skywalker. Nearly an hour ago, did we walk out of the f- film? Excellent use of, word, of the word nearly. I tried real hard. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, this uh, for anyone, we'll get into to the to the news, some brief news, and some other movie stuff later on. But first of all, this is the final film in the nine-part franchise, uh, the Skywalker saga. Forty-two years in the making. Well, yeah. With this uh, last trilogy being released uh, over the last four or so years. Yeah. James. Hmm. Let's just let's let's give us a, a a gentle summary. What did you think of of Rise of Skywalker? I had really low expectations. You did. They were too high. Boy, okay, we're we're going for it. We're going for like it. I've right. seen I've seen the very worst of like Disney franchise films. We're in like all the new animated to real life films. Yep, and all the all the worst of the Marvel ones. Yep, this was. The most boring of them all. Okay, so you, so so, you, so boring is is certainly one you were a word you're going for. It was just it was not engaged at all, okay. aside from four seconds, which we can talk about later on. 
Right, give it, I'll give you my perspective because I, as a much lesser of a Star Wars fan, uh, much less engaged in the franchise and thought on initial viewing that the, the most recent film a couple of years ago was okay, but obviously yeah. in hindsight realizing uh, that's got some, some serious problems. Yeah. My thoughts, my initial thoughts on what I've seen nearly an hour ago... That's a nice use of the word. Thank nary. you, James. Uh, is that it is it is not the worst film I've seen this year, but it is bad. Well done, Disney. Yeah, it's right. Let's 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 take this just strand by strand. My observations, James, as I, I said to you on, on our discussion on route to the podcast room, was. The second of this, or rather, the eighth film, the most recent film prior to this one, one of its main, one of its many criticisms was the fact that it just decided to insert this Marvel-like humor. These, like, quippy quips, which Star Wars never really had. No, it had other humor. And you're right, Zelda is currently licking herself. Told you, five minutes. Okay, so... That's what was introduced in the eighth film, and it simply it just didn't work. It became this whole new, yeah, Star Wars featuring Iron Man sort of, sort of, sort of movie. Mm-hmm. Then also, of course, we had a bunch of uh, totally unnecessary storylines in the the previous film, and a lot of criticism came for the storyline of Rose and uh, Finn, played yeah. by John Boyega. Mm-hmm. The difference in this film that I've seen nearly an hour ago... Oh boy, that's is, a good use of the word nearly. It's the last time. Is that the Marvel quips have gone. They have been stripped out. Of course, there are still there are still attempts at humour, but are they the same style as the last one? Absolutely not. Yeah. And also, the character of Rose has been totally relegated yeah. to a nondescript behind-the-scenes background role, yeah. which to me is a direct result of the fact of the backlash that the previous film got. I mean, yeah. One final point before I hand over to, hand over to you. The storylines and the plot of this film were as rote, as basic as you possibly could have written. My question is, or my observation is, it seems like the writers for this new trilogy were simply making it up as they went along because... Yeah. This film that I just watched seemed like it... Oh, Zelda's moved off. Um, it seemed like it was a direct continuation of the first film, as if the second one didn't even happen. Because they realized, okay, we made some serious mistakes. Let's just go back to what kind of worked for the first film. That's, that's, what, that's my expanded thoughts. Yeah. I mean, even, even the developments the second film gave were, were, were not really needed. Like, Luke shows up in in dead form yes like, but that could have happened without the second film he could have just been dead this whole time mm-hmm. that would be fine I don't, I don't think anything in the second film actually matters anymore they even um, got rid of the holdo maneuver which they brought back this time they're like how are we gonna save a day oh let's do what the, the purple hair woman did last time oh that's a one in a million thing yeah it's like no no it's not you, you point something at something and press go right yeah like I was all happy about the maneuver when I was like, maybe they don't do it because they got like war laws like we do, and it's an ethical dilemma. Maybe they don't do that stuff right. there. But no, now it's just like, oh, that was also everything. Everything sucks. Okay. I don't know. There's my my thoughts on this are almost as scattered as the editing of the film. <laughs> That's a nice analogy. What uh, 
just you, you gave that executive summary. Give me just a bit more detail as to what for you was failing to work. There was n- not a single line of dialogue that I thought was well written. Yep, uh, agree with that. It was all very just. Hollywood hired some interns to sit at a table and take notes of the the executives talking about the film. The dialogue was basically executives talking. Uh, I don't think any of the character arcs were done justice. Mm-hmm. I think maybe... You know, this film, upon a tiny bit of reflection, since we watched it so, so recently, uh, I think it feels like someone on YouTube has edited together the summary of a 10 series long TV show. <laughs> right. And the, and this is what they come up with. This film is like the YouTube summary of an expansive right. TV show where like people have these character arcs because where these like huge moments are done where like a fat pilot's dying and we're supposed to care about him. Yeah, yeah. He, but, we didn't. Nothing mattered. I didn't feel a single ounce of care for anyone in this film from get from start to end. How much? How much of a spoiler are we? How many spoilers are we sharing here? Uh, what? How, how many minutes have we recorded? Uh, plus ten. At the Let's moment. go spoiler free for a few more, and then we'll do a okay. leave. Right, we'll leave fine. now. I'm unsure how many people will be left to care. I think we already spoiled it, to be fair. I'm pretty sure I've spoiled several <laughs> things. So I don't know. I think we brought that question up at the wrong point. Let's talk about the, the big baddie of the whole piece. So this goes back to my point. I feel that the writers failed to plan out this three-movie arc. Instead, yeah. they just went a movie at a time and said, yeah. well, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Because in this film, they resurrect, literally resurrect... Off-screen. ...a villain from... How many years ago? The 90s? Yeah. Uh, as the big baddie who apparently has been pulling the strings all along. Ooh. Yeah. No, no, that's just... That is lazy writing because of the way that the second film uh, played out and then they realized, oh, wait, we have to have a we have to have to a, a villain of this... An antagonist in this film that they can kill off. And they... Well, sorry. Spoiler. They do. Yeah. So what was the point? It, the, I think the whole film was meaningless. It also <laughs> rendered the previous one meaningless. And the only one that had any meaning is maybe the first one, but most of that's been made meaningless too. It feels very reminiscent of the butchering of the Game of Thrones final season, yep. where in a lot of the previous storylines that you'd kind of held on to, the few that were left where you had hope that maybe there would be some good resolution, they went and took those and went, no, those don't, those weren't real. Here's a brand new storyline for you to care about in 10 seconds. Mm-hmm. Like we're jumping from planet to planet, exploring brand new threads that we've not heard any word of until this film, which is supposed to be the ninth film in a franchise and a whole story. You can't just get to number nine and go, here's the new plot points here's new, that here's dictate new the entire universe. Yeah. And, but they did. And, they, and the, like the biggest sign that they didn't plan ahead at all is the fact that they bring in the resurrection of Palpatine in the in the pre-roll, in the text. <laughs> yeah, if if there was a plan, they would have put it at the end of the last film or something. Like, here's a reason to come back. So, so yeah, just, just for those of you who are needing a, a visual image with this, every Star Wars film starts with the yellow words moving up the screen yeah. against a starry backdrop. And yeah. the first sentence of this one was, the dead have spoken, with an exclamation mark. Yeah, that was very Lord of the Rings. That was dumb. Yeah, like it was, it was like because in Lord of the Rings it works because they've established that like dead things do speak in creepy ways. But in this one, it's like 
the dead have been speaking for ages. We've had we've had Ben Kenobi chilling about dead for four films now. <laughs> Oh no, they were speaking. Oh wow. Let's also, uh, I also want to say something about the name given to the big bad guy's army. So, if you are familiar with this trilogy, you'll know they're called uh, the First Order. But this time, they've decided to upgrade them to the Final Order. Yeah, but the First Order still stays stays the First Order because they're they're doing their own thing well, kylo, well, kylo ren's keeping them what about the second order well this also could be a hearkening back to show that it was all planned all along because in the prequels palpatine executed order 66 so oh, he's see. gone he's gone through a whole bunch of orders since then and now he's forgotten the number he's just like the fight the this, last one this is the, the final go one to the last page <laughs> <laughs> yeah because again when, when he said that i was like really okay Fine, final well, it's, order. It's the standard, orders. the dumb names for stuff. They've been really dumbing down their names for everything in this trilogy. I thought, I'm looking for something I can give it. I can give this film credit. Might I also add that I'd, I'd say I fell asleep for about 10 minutes. Oh, you did? Um, yeah, probably in the very opening third, uh, which I'd had a, I had Dr. Pepper and popcorn and both failed to, to keep me awake. I'd, to add in, I have been in... New York this week and haven't slept since Wednesday night. So, so this is going to be a great twenty more minutes of podcast. <laughs> it's fine. I feel fine, but in the cinema, I was feeling uh, yeah, and, it, and that's partly because it was failing to grab me. It wasn't interesting. Couple more points. Carrie Fisher, who died. To be fair, they did that as well as they possibly could. Yeah, have. so she died a couple of years ago. She has a, f- a few lines more than I expected. Which, if you're looking for okay, she clearly had those lines. She shot those lines several years ago. They've written the script around. To fit the what lines. can we What can we say that will make sense if she then says that in return? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. That's they, fair they, enough. They did a good job. It was fine. And and they did well in terms of things that she or her character could do yeah. without speaking. Yeah. Um, without seeing her face. Yeah. Fair enough. But, then, but even then, it was just like at one point, Spoiler alert, everybody skip forward. Don't bother, just leave. Um, at one point, she just gets, she does this, she makes this weird face, Princess Leia, yeah. or General Organa, and she turns around and walks away. And other characters are like, yeah, I know what she's up to. She's trying to chat to Benny Boy. Like, how? how? No explanation. No, but they don't know, we don't know how they know that she's doing that. There was no planning to try and do that. <laughs> there wasn't anything until some random characters like, here's the exposition in case you missed the subtle clues as right. to what's going on. Uh, yes, I would agree. I feel they, they handled that as best they could. The big final boss fight. This is one of the... the... <laughs> okay, hold yeah, on. Another good bass sound, I suppose. Uh, hold on. The, there were aspects of it, just in terms of how it was shot, and some of the hand-to-hand combat stuff, I thought, okay, that's fine. Yeah. You know, it was it was fine. It was yeah. fine. Is it... Some of it was a bit slow. Yeah, is, is it stuff I have <laughs> you know, never pretty, seen before? Pretty sure, pretty watching sure, for the first time? No. I'm pretty sure Kylo did a pose at one point. He cracks his lightsaber right behind him, and then, like, ten seconds later, someone takes a swing at him and hits it, and he's like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, no. You've been posing there for a second. He could have... Yeah, there were some weaknesses in even the fight scenes. And it, like again, most of the parts towards the end were just an exact copy-paste, but add some creepy chanting and add some creepy statues to the resolution of the third film in the original trilogy. Right. 
and that this, this is where you're battle going on explosions all your friends are going to die bah, 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 bah. you better kill me in your anger bah, 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 bah. this is this is where your your extensive knowledge and having watched these older films comes into play well yeah no so the plot towards the end of the original trilogy was the emperor is trying to go to luke into killing yeah. him in anger and the end of this trilogy is while no, while his friends are fighting in space and dying, and the end of this trilogy is the emperor trying to convince Ray to kill him in anger while her friends are dying in space. It was just like a copy paste. Make right. the make the room cooler with better CGI. Yep. Okay. And add the creepy monk. So I don't really understand what they were there for. <laughs> no idea. My final questions in summary is looking at the entire franchise now as a piece and this trilogy in particular. Yeah. How do you feel the story has played out from when we were first introduced to these characters like Ray and Finn and Poe and now where we are at the very end when it's all it's all over? That's the biggest difference. And like while I could probably talk about this film for days already as to how much of a disappointment it was, aside from the one four seconds that I liked. Um the first trilogy had a clear direction. Even if there were some questionable decisions along the way, uh-huh. even if it got weaker towards the end. They had a story, they had their drive, they had their arcs, they had their plan, and they did it. And then they decided to make the prequels some years later, which was a risky one because it was a complete story. Mm-hmm. And even though they were pretty bad, and even though there was a lot of questionable dialogue, they had their plan. And they had their progression for the characters planned out, and they knew what everyone needed to do. And they did it. And the story was pretty good. It could have been filmed a lot better. And then this trilogy comes along and they had no plan. They had no character arcs mm-hmm. planned. All the, all the plan was, was how, how can we kill off the old cast? Okay, let's do that. And that was it. <laughs> and they didn't, and it shows, the, the more, like as the films progressed, the fact that they hadn't thought of anybody's like character arc. They just thought about their starting position and end position and mm-hmm. nothing in between. It just shows. Because this film ends with everybody exactly where you'd expect them to to turn up. But there's been no actual reason for them to be there. Yep. One, here, here's a question for, that I'd ask myself. You look at the original films, you look at the original characters who have gone down in pop culture as iconic yeah. movie villains or movie protagonists or, you know, iconic movie scenes and these films All which these, go down yeah, history. These big moments that everybody loves and wants their wants to show some person for the first time. Let's ask that same question of this new trilogy. Is there anybody in this trilogy of new films who is going to go along the same lines of the ones who we grew up with and people who watched in the 80s and 90s? So, no. Nobody, and the answer is also yes, but no. (laughs) None of them have, through well-written character or well-written dialogue or well-written scenes or well-written or shot or produced yep. anything earned any iconic moments the only- oddly enough purple hair lady has got the only thing that i think is iconic in the trilogies which was like the cool the cool stuff from the, the thing that i hate but she did it and yep. it was iconic um but none of the new characters have have any of the genuine things that bring them into being a sort of cult figure or yeah. a loved figure. Would you but Disney's s- going to make them that. Would you not say Kylo Ren, Adam Driver's character, has the has a shot of going down as a one of the better characters? He's got the best chance at it because of the 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 way they chose his costume. I reckon. And yeah, that's about good costume. It. Like he had a good costume, 
but he hasn't had any big moment. And even his big moments in this one were kind of like, oh, that that's what we expected them to do. They're, yep. they're, oh, how about, how about that? That's well done, guys. You did the things that we all knew you would do. And that's it. Nothing interesting happened. They had some slow lightsaber fights, which, again, the last film, no lightsaber on lightsaber contact. Yep. In this film, they were like, we've got to get 100 contacts per minute. <laughs> get the lightsabers out, people. All they want is lightsabers. So, so this is yeah. This, this is back to my point. I feel that the writers saw all the criticism of the second film and just essentially took it all back and said, "Okay, fair enough." Yeah. But actually, what they've ended up with is a film which is by the numbers boring, but contrived as well. Contrived, bad dialogue, yeah. and just I just didn't care for it no, at the, all. Like they super didn't earn things. They were just. They could. They put their characters in a difficult situation, and then instead of earning their way out with the established universal truths, they'd just add a new one. Okay. So like, Ray's stuck in a cave, and they're like, "Hey, oh boy, what's keeping them in there? Giant snake. Let's just put a giant snake there. But how's she going to solve this one?" So I fell asleep with that point. Lightsabers. She's not going to solve it with lightsabers. That's what they expect. Let's give her healing powers. A well established <laughs> Jedi power. <laughs> James they, that they didn't just make up James right then. shook his head at that point. And then later on, it's like, oh man, let's make, let's make Palpy a vampire. Yeah. He sucks the life out of people. That, 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 that's established. No, they just made that up too. Okay. Like everything that was important, they just made up. One final question. Over the last couple of years, your disdain and loathing for the most recent uh, Star at Wars time, film. yeah. La- um, no, is it The Last Jedi? No. That, yeah, no. Uh, no. Uh, well, whatever the last one was called. What was second called? order. Whatever the whatever the most recent one was called before this one. It was Rise, Rise of the Jedi. The last Jedi. It yeah. was? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry. Yeah. We'll, we'll go back to that then. So, over the last two years, yeah. your disdain for that film has been well known. Yeah. Having now watched this film, yeah. which one would you, if you had to pick one, would you watch again? I would watch the second film again. Really? Hands down. Why? Because it was so bad I laughed sometimes. It was like so, because Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus he, level of bad. Here's the difference. To me, this Last Jedi is a just your stereotypical Disney film, essentially with yeah. with some Marvel jokes and some Star Wars stuff. It was not a Star Wars movie. This one I've just watched, whilst it was bad, felt like a Star Wars movie. I didn't get any Star Wars feels. Okay. Aside from in that four seconds that I liked. So maybe I'd watch this one, but I'd skip to that four seconds that I liked and then to the credits. Okay, right. I feel with it. Anything else you'd like to add before we, we move on? We have been talking about this for... I'm pretty sure we'll talk about this again next week. 25 and then minutes. the week after that and probably the week after that. If okay. anybody wants to ask me for a list of all the things I dislike about this film, which I literally saw and haven't had any time to actually think about and I already hate, and I'm only going to hate more the more I think about it. <laughs> they went... When the stormtroopers flew, they went, they fly now, they fly now, they fly, they fly now. now. And I'm like, they've been flying for ages. It's also, I've played it's also video like, games where they fly in them. <laughs> like, everything was dumb. Yeah, it's, it's just another example of the dialogue uh, being absolutely terrible. But that was a bit, that was like the one hint, one of the many hints that they were trying to still hit at some of the quippy, some of the funny, and it just wasn't landing again. Yeah, I don't but, know. But nothing that's, landed. Nothing that, mattered that's, that's in this not, film. That to me is not the Marvel style the Marvel style is the quippy one-liners, yeah, 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 like yeah, yeah. smarmy, smart. like the intro to the last film. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Okay. No, like it was just the whole point of the last film was like, oh, we're on our own. We can't. We can't. We've got to figure out how to do it on our own. And this film's like, forget that. 
Lando's got friends. Okay. <laughs> Remember him? Let's move on. There has been uh, a couple of big oh, <laughs> news things happening this week. We'll get to the one big trailer as well, uh, which is from Christopher Nolan, his new movie. But first of all, let's talk about Donald Trump, who was impeached this week. He became only the third president to be impeached by Congress, of course, after Bill Clinton. And I want to say Lyndon Johnson, who was impeached as well. Nixon resigned before he was impeached. So Trump became the third president ever. What a guy. What a guy. What a guy. He was a very sad boy. He was fuming. He wrote a letter, an open letter to (laughs) Nancy Pelosi. A letter that made a lot of sense. Yeah. And was definitely not like... As indicator of poor mental health. Yeah, okay, so the the vote went down, essentially partisan lines. The Democrats said, yes, this, this is our, what we have to do. I mean, Tulsi abstained because she's a coward. Yes, and, and one Democrat also crossed party lines and is now a Republican. Can yeah, he said this? he was going to do that, yeah. Oh, fair enough. Anyway, yeah. so... Well, there's also the one Republican from, like, July that quit the party um, and is independent now. That, that voted for it, so... So Trump has has been officially impeached, but this now means it goes to the Senate, which is controlled by the Republicans, and some of them have already said it's a foregone conclusion. He's he's going to get off with yeah, it. Well, yeah, so like the, the, their leader of the Senate, basically, McConnell is saying he's not going to be impartial. He's already going to... Yeah. He knows he's going to um, just let Trump off of this. They're, call, they're saying it's going to be a fake trial. Right, so, so, so summarise... What was the whole point of this impeachment, and what's the what's the longer term impact here? Trump Trump's going to hate it, and he already has. And while they know that they can't send it to the Senate while it's stacked against them, and the leaders are literally saying, "I'm going to be biased," I think what they're hoping for is to be able to use public influence and to be able to use this to pressure them into accepting a fair trial. So put more pressure on until they accept to do a full trial with witnesses and all of the above. Okay. So that then when they hear all the witnesses, hear all the evidence, and, and they have no back, they have no way to talk out of it. They, can, they have no evidence of their own to say this is why it was actually okay. And they still just give them, give Trump acquittal. Then they can get trying to get rid of the people that did that. Right. What What about the fact that some people are saying the impeachment of Trump is actually just boosting his numbers ahead of the election, it which will. is in like 10 months now. Yeah, it will. When you, when this kind of thing makes, makes him more of the underdog again, and then he'll get all of his votes from people who like the underdog. But he's yeah. also losing some of, he's losing some of his like evangelical base, Christian times. Christian, Christianity Today. Christianity Today. I had CT in my head. I couldn't remember which they one it was. They wrote a big editorial today, which was essentially saying, if you're a Christian, how can you vote for Trump? Yeah. Um, Just, yeah, fair so enough. like it's a sign that the like some of the base is now like at least questioning it, and for like them to do that publicly means it's a pretty serious thing. Uh, he's still not going to get impeached. It's still we're still going to get him by the next election. He probably still will win the next election. I would agree. Um, but if they can swing the Senate more in their favor um, and get rid of some of the bigger, more corrupt names, then maybe they can hope to put this forward then, or maybe they can hope to do it again then for all the other ones that they all the other methods of impeachment that they didn't choose this time because mm. for now the impeachment is on hold technically hasn't actually happened because the final step to confirm the impeachment is to give it to senate to do um so it's going to continue to be a long story but i think the problem with america much like the problem with most democracies that haven't changed as we've learned lessons 
is that the people who designed it never thought that both the president and the Senate would be bad actors. So they, the Senate is supposed to be the main check, check against the president in this way, but they never thought that the Senate would just like not bother doing that. Yeah, well, we are in a we're in a post-truth society. Oh yes, where no longer is someone who's saying, "Okay, let's just listen to the facts and decide for ourselves." That used to be enough to yeah. to be the judge of of whatever was happening. Yeah. But that no longer is the case. I mean, because if you listen to the final testimonies in Congress, all the Democrats are coming up and saying, "Here's the evidence. Here's the witness statements. Yep. Here's the actual truth." And then the Republicans are coming up and going. Trump's a good guy. He's an, he, we elected him as president. That's a fact. We elected him. You can't. This isn't. This is all about Trump. It's like they didn't actually push back against any of the statements. They didn't try to um, prove that any of the truths were in fact not true. They just did their party lines, and then they accused the Democrats of being partisan, mm-hmm. which is a bit weird because I don't think it's partisan to present truth. And to present facts, even if you're misinterpreting them, even if you're lying, to present them isn't partisan. What's partisan is if the other party chooses not to push back against them. Right. So is this essentially just a symbolic move? Yeah, as most things will be. But like he'll get the title. He's going to be one of the impeached presidents forever, no matter what. That is very true. Okay, let's move on. Let's bring things closer to home. Time is ticking away. MPs have backed... Prime Minister Boris Johnson's plan for the UK to leave the EU on January 31st. Boris Boris used his big swinging majority to get that through as soon as he could. Yeah, majority of 124 in favour of the EU withdrawal agreement bill, which now goes on uh, for further scrutiny in Parliament. This is step one. Yeah, so the PM said the country is now one step closer to getting Brexit done. Which is going to be done by the end of January. Well... No, but everything will be done. (laughs) (laughs) In reality, also, I can feel Zelda is literally right in my shoulder. Hello, Zelda. Uh, So, don't hit my microphone. She will. Go on. Let's give her some time. Zelda, she's thinking about it. She's thinking. Oh, oh, hey, here we go. Okay, so, to me, fine, this is BJ wielding his power. Yeah, uh, and th- th- that I guess is the reason why he held the election because it means he can get these these kind of votes and bills through yeah. without having to worry about making deals with the DUP. Mm. And okay, fair enough. No, they played the right game. They made the election about the right thing, and they got all the votes they need for the next five years for everything they want based off this one thing that they are misleading people about. Right. So, but the. <sighs> But see, that's that's where that's where I would challenge you because they have been misleading people for yeah. years. Oh yeah, but people do not care. Yeah. People people are, actively people. voted more of the conservatives in. Yeah, okay, it was only a, I saw this the, in terms of a percentage vote share, it was about one point four percent. So, that, but that has made a massive difference. Yeah, across yeah, the yeah, no, it's a bit where the votes were. That being said, more people voted for the Conservatives this time than they did last time. Yeah. Despite the fact they've been lying. Yeah, and the number of people that have voted for them that are now that are saying, I voted Conservative this time because I want a change. It's like, you voted for no change. Yeah. You voted for status quo if you voted for Conservatives. One of my uh, former colleagues told me, as I think in confidence... <laughs> Uh, as like a get the list out. 
no. Who's Colin uh, worked with? It's not happening. As like uh like a reassurance thing or expecting me to to like nod approvingly that he had voted Tory. Oh right, yeah. In his constituency. And I was oh. like, Do you are you seriously expecting me to say, Oh yes, absolutely, I totally that agree. That was the right thing to do. They... He's like he's like, Oh, because this will stop Nicola Sturgeon's uh, plan to tear our country out of the union. It was like, uh, it's really is that why you're voting conservative? If I'm that's gotta, your main reason, you gotta question your priorities. Oh man! But uh, like, we're we're getting we're getting Brexit now, no matter what. That's which, yeah. It's like happening. at least it's at least so, like in ten years' time, we'll be, finally it'll be over, and that's great. Um, <laughs> at which point we'll both be in your forties. Yeah. Problem. The problem is that all the damage that, that they're already gearing up to do in the meantime, they're already talking about changing the way the NHS works. They're already talking about. Um, like all the, all these promises to invest in places without mm-hmm. raising taxes, which is yep. going to put us more in debt. Which apparently the conservatives don't like, even though they're the party that increases debt the most. It, it's strange, and people vote for it, and it's just we just got to live with it now for a very long time. Yes, because it's probably going to go beyond the five years because they'll do the same thing again, and all the other parties will be divided. And first past the post will bring the conservatives back into power, and we'll get another five <laughs> years, and so on, so on, so on. Right. Okay, before we move on and and wrap up, uh, the Prime Minister has also said he will give careful consideration to Nicola Sturgeon's request to be handed the powers to hold a second independence referendum. So, new Scottish Secretary Alistair Jack said the UK government will formally respond to the request in the new year. Mm -hmm. Thoughts on this? Uh, If they want to play the game, they should promise us a referendum in next year because it won't actually work. Well, it, people aren't ready to vote yes. So do it now. And then also put into it an agreement that there won't be another one for a certain number of time after that. Like now is the time that they've got the best chance ever to to kill the independence movement for, yeah. for a while. The thing is, if Boris were to phrase this and act properly, he could, of course he could swing this back in favour of the unionists. If he simply said... For example, sorry, my vo- my voice is also going. If he said Scotland is my priority, it, I will do my utmost to <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> maintain its place in the union. They are of huge importance to this United Kingdom, and that's the way I want it to stay. Say something like that. Yeah, if he said stuff like that, it might be acceptable. Great, come up here and shake some hands, meet some babies. Fine, but but that's. It's the fact that, as you mentioned earlier, when Ian Blackford, the SNP leader, is giving a speech in Westminster and he's on his phone. Yeah, Boris, Boris Johnson, is just sat on his phone. Boris is on his phone. What does when that this, tell this like you? The, this is like the main representative of Scotland's voice. Yeah. And Boris doesn't even care enough to listen to him. My question is, Alex Salmond, the former First Minister, will be facing 14 charges in March. The trial starts in March, 12 of which are serious uh, sexual allegations, two attempted rapes. Yeah, That's happening in March. That, to me, will have an impact because the questions will be asked of Miss Sturgeon. What did you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, and were you perhaps keeping it to yourself? Whatever. Yeah, so, probably were. So, so why is she making all this noise now? Because ultimately the referendum is going to have to be at the, at the earliest later in 2020. Yeah, I mean, it does seem a bit strange to go for it Im- immediately. I think that while Brexit was hanging in the air, they could maybe, they maybe made too much noise. Now they have to, because it just it feels, and maybe this will be another thing in the chain of me 
feeling things really incorrectly, but it just feels like it's the dream time for the unionists um, to just shut down mm-hmm. the referendum and the well, and the independence movement for a while by holding one. So I, I believe Boris has recognized the fact that if he were to say no, it's just going to raise support for independence in Scotland. So yeah. actually, if he says yeah, and they win, and he says, okay, if we win, you're not allowed to hold one for another 20 years. Yeah. I think that's Job done. The, I think that's the move. Job done. Um, because I, I think Nicola is betting on them trying to say no. Yeah. So I think they probably won't. Like, the, like um, Boris isn't clever. He doesn't have principles. Um, he's got very good advisors. Yes. Like the reason they won is because their campaign advisors were way better than Labour's campaign advisors. Hearing some of the advice that the camp- that the Labour guys were giving out, it's like, ooh, how did you guys get your jobs? But whereas Boris's ones, even though they're doing things that are manip- manip- manipulative to in, in most ways, like we're talking about most of their advertising is manipulative. Most of their promises are lies. Even though they're doing all that, it works because mm-hmm. they've got the right campaign advisors who yep. are saying here's the ethical lines you can cross and still win. So they'll do that again for our ref. They'll, they'll tell more lies about Scotland. They'll, mm-hmm. they'll tell more lies about whatever they need to. And they'll also like big up any truths that help them. Like for example, this, the salmon case. Yep. So I don't know. It's the, it's the perfect time to destroy the movement for, for a, a generation, so to speak. Okay. To wrap up, we've got one trailer and then we'll talk about what we've been watching. And the trailer is, for Tenet, which is Christopher Nolan's brand new movie. Yeah. Let's have a listen. We all believe we've run into the burning building. But until we feel that heat, we can never know. You do. You chose to die instead of giving up your colleagues. That test you passed? Not everybody does. Welcome to the afterlife. So this, I would urge you to go and watch this. It stars John David Washington, who was the breakout star of Black Klansman last year. It was very good. Robert Pattinson's in it. Michael Caine's in it. Yeah, as you'd uh, expect. Elizabeth Debicki's in it. It's it's a good cast. Solid good cast. cast. Yeah. Kenneth Branagh shows yeah. up as well. James, this uh, this trailer from probably, I want to say seven or eight seconds in, maybe 10 seconds in, I thought, okay, okay, here we go. Here's a, here's a Nolan film. Yeah. What did you think of this whole trailer? I, I do like when Nolan goes a bit sci-fi action. Yep. And this looks very much like a new way to do it. I think he's done a lot of questions about how time works before. He's tried to tell stories backwards and mm-hmm. forwards at the same time. He's tried to tell um, stories of um, messing with timelines. And now he's going to try and tell a story where time kind of happens interchangeably forwards and backwards sometimes. And I, that seems so high concept to me. Like some of the, like some of the plans they're going to have to make for specific shots or action pieces or occurrences are very promising. Yeah. Like we're at the level of when they decided they were just going to simulate black holes to make a film about black holes like we're talking about like they're doing things that are a bit beyond currently accepted ability because i don't see how much some of this works yeah no no, this this is my first 
a main question is how did they shoot this? Yeah, I got no idea. I mean, f- first of all, from a trailer perspective, this is how you do a trailer. This is a proper trailer. It, I got no it, idea what's going on. Yeah, it's, it teases you. It says, okay, here's what it's going to kind of be about without showing you anything of the actual storyline yeah, or, or beats. Oh, yeah, my, vo- it, my voice is totally It kind of just looks like a generic action film with, with a good soundtrack for a bit. Um, with normalish dialogue, the actors but, but no, but they're like, also like jumping twenty feet in the air. They're doing some impressive like sci-fi stuff, but that's yeah. all standard. It looks like a very normal film until sometime in, and then there's a car crashing, and then the car on crashes, and I was like, "Yeah, hold." There's also boats who are going in reverse. Yeah, and then there's the fight later on that hasn't happened yet. Yes, and and then someone stumbles out in reverse motion. Yeah, I want to see a backwards person fighting a forwards person. Yeah, I already I, want to see that. Like, how is this all going to... I've honestly fried my brain, but at the same time, I thought, this looks great. That's well, what you want from a Nolan film as a brain fry. Yep. I don't okay. want another just Dark Knight Rises. Uh, let's finish off by talking about what we've been watching this week. James, I'm going to start with you. What I, have you been watching? I've watched The Emancipation of Jesse Pinkman. Hey, also known as... El Camino. El Camino. What do you think? I, thought, I loved it. And once again, it was it was a good example of well done trailers because the trailers for this weren't the show. They didn't spoil anything. Yep. Um, and then the, like this is all the things about El Camino that made it good, even though it wasn't necessary are the things that made the Star Wars stories bad. Cause even though they weren't <laughs> necessary because all the additional story parts that they added, they gave us an establishment for here's yep. an, here's a bad guy. Here's what he did. Here's what is bad. Here's 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 how that gets resolved. Um, all the plot points that we kind of knew he was going to go through, we got to see him reach mm-hmm. them in an in a way that was always not surprising, but always good and well earned. And the, again, like the way they shot that was amazing. The cinematography yeah. is incredible. But no, it's just it's a good sign of how to write a resolution to something that wasn't really necessary in a way that will still make you feel like you're happy you saw it. Yeah, if you recall my review, it's essentially what I said, which was this is entirely redundant. Yeah. You can still, you can continue your life without having to see this, but yeah. if you do, it's great. It's like a big, it's an addition if you see it, but still, you don't need to see it. Yeah. But no, it's like, I feel like, I feel like it's finished a lot of the story in ways that I didn't think I needed. Mm-hmm. And, and I, it's great. And the cameos? I accept them all. <laughs> okay. I, I know. So all the like, all the flashbacks, all the wee cameos, and all the like goodbyes that we didn't get. Yeah. For example, I liked them. Yep. They were well done. They were well placed. I, I am pleased. My uh, only film I saw this week, which was on the plane over to New York, was one I should have seen at the cinema a few weeks, a few months ago, called Loose. Now, as opposed to being L O O S E. This is L-U-C-E, which is, I want to say Latin for light. Um, It is about a black student in -hmm. America who Mm -hmm. is top of the class, who is great great on track, he's popular, he's got a great girlfriend, everything's going for him. He's got it all, man. But his teacher, played by Octavia Spencer, who is phenomenal, uh, finds a very disturbing essay which this character Luce has written. Oh. And what then follows is a back and forth between is this teacher out to get him? Mm-hmm. Does she have a vendetta? Is it something previous? Or 
is it the other way around? Does the pupil have it in for the teacher? And is there something more to this guy? And his parents, who adopted him, played by, I want to say, Nicole Kidman. Nope, Naomi Watts. It's Naomi Watts, Colin. It's Naomi Watts. It's the same person. Naomi Watts and Tim Roth, mm-hmm. who is excellent. Uh, those four, the four main characters, really give this film a powerhouse performance. The only issue I had, and this is uh, maybe something which... The, the writing team or the, the the script writers had in mind the film does not give you a clear answer yeah, at the end of the, like that. right right so this is the thing so at the end of it you have a you you think you know how it all worked out because there's there are various things that happen which escalate the situation it starts with a one essay paper but it gets worse and worse and worse and right. worse um Without going into any details it it escalates with uh at the end there's a big fire right so you're left asking yourself who did it yeah what was the reason for it because it it alludes to it without explicitly saying and i actually felt it needed it um and the final shots i think are great the the very final shots of the film are very revealing uh but i wish i wish it just gave a little bit more than Mm, it did i very often like that though when when a film leaves you with your own interpretation yeah. to make. And it's like, it is very well done. It is very well done. I did enjoy it, but I would have liked just a, a nice little cherry on top to right. round it off. No, there's a, I, can think, I can think of a, a few films where they've done this like last minute, you don't know what the ending is, yeah. but it still is happy. Like like Inception kind of did it. Shutter Island did it. Yep. There's like a fair few that do this little, here's a couple of paths that are the endings. Pick your, pick your headcanon one. And I like that. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Okay, James, we are way out of time. We're at 47 minutes, goodness sake. Um, but although by the time I edit it, they'll probably be like yeah. 37. Let's talk drama. Drama. JK Rowling is still a turf. She, yeah, I saw this actually. She was defending a woman. Who didn't get a second contract from a company. Right. So essentially the woman who is now, you'll know more about this than me. I read it very briefly yesterday. A woman who said that trans women are still men. Yeah. And was then sacked. She wasn't fired. She just wasn't... Wasn't given a new contract. Yeah, so... And JK Rowling's Her contract was out and then the company was like, we don't want to work with you for the next contract. And then she's like... Fair enough. Taking you to court. It's like, no, no, you can just not hire people if you don't (laughs) want to hire people. And JK Rowling's like coming out... In support um, of the woman. In support of the woman, because J.K. Rowling's opinions are basically the like the other another example of the kind of thing she's saying is your life decisions are fine. Mm. Everything about you is fine. Yep. Uh, the thing is that you are is fine. As long as it doesn't affect me, it's fine. Yeah. So that's exactly what people said about black folks back in the day. <laughs> like your your race is fine, just don't let it affect just me. That's exactly. fine. Like that wasn't okay. It's not okay now to be like you're fine if you identify as uh, as a woman, but don't make me say. It. I was like, no, it's that's just that's identity is a thing that we choose. Yeah, it's in a, all these ways, it is another one of these cases where I'm saying, what does it matter to you? Exactly. What this other person says they are. Yeah. How it, is it affecting your life in any way? It does. It does it like if you say to a trans individual, um. If you call them a female, does it make you question your beliefs on any level to use a word? Yeah. Even if you even if you in your core disagree with the word, does using the word make you question your beliefs? Does it make anybody else judge you 
No, it's just you're being polite. Yeah, it's, yeah, you're literally respecting. You're showing respect for somebody who says, "Hey, I would like to be called she or her." Mm-hmm. But like, or female. But, but JK's like, no, my core will be shattered if I use a word. Like, like come on, you're the worst. Get a grip. No, I did see that. I did yeah. think this is incredibly sad. It is just sad because it like they self-identify as people who exclude people. They make a point of excluding an entire grouping of people yeah. who are across the world um, considered uh, uh, oh what is it a protected are considered to be given protected status. Yep. And you're saying I'm going to make a point of excluding them. It's it's just like you're making a point of excluding any of the other groupings of people that are a protected status. Mm-hmm. It would be the same as if you were making a point of excluding the disabled people of the world. Anything. Yep. And they're all proud that they do this. It's like no, you're just you're just being horribly rude and close-minded, showing that you have got a weak self-belief. Yes. Like if you don't believe that your opinions uh, are immune to being affected by the words you say, you're just dumb, right? I can say whatever I want. And it can be a straight up lie, and I can be doing it just to respect someone. I don't automatically then believe it's true. I can tell Colin, hey, Colin, your opinion in Star Wars the second of the new films is great and valid. <laughs> it doesn't make me think the second of the new Star Wars films is great and exactly. valid. Exactly. JK Rowling, I mean, this is a, a, a discussion for another day, but <clears throat> some of the things she has said over the years have just been beyond the pale. Yeah. And you're saying women. Okay, you wrote some good books. They were very successful. Now, stop talking. Just, yeah, just leave. And talking of stopping talking, James, I must, I need to stop because we've been talking for too long and my throat hurts. You've been awake for like three days. I've, yeah, I'm about to KO. I'm just going to like, I'm just going to save this. I'm Are you sure you want to drive go. home? We've I'm driving. No, 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 no. I have missed my bed. I need it. Mm-hmm. But James, I will chat to you in the new decade. Yes. Hopefully with less triggered people. Well, well, depending on why they're triggered. <laughs> yeah, that's a very good point. Okay, jeez. Uh, Parade at gmail.com. Seasoparade on Twitter. Seasoparade on Snapchat. She's in such a hurry. I'm not allowed to do it. No, well, you can you can add it if, if you no, like please, to add something uh, to it. Would tell us what our new, new Year's resolutions should be. I, I can never choose mine, so you guys let us know what my what our do you know what resolution should be. Do you know what mine is? Record 40 podcast episodes <laughs> at least. <laughs> no, first one is buy my own place yeah second one is learn to play golf <laughs> what? What? it is on earth i want to play golf you want to play golf i want to know how to play that's golf. the last thing i expected you to want to play I you've gone past your midlife crisis <laughs> and you've accepted retirement no i just know people like last my year age. you're like i'm gonna skateboard which well, no sorry first of all three years ago get last right. year skateboard two years ago snowboard <laughs> i'm gonna snowboard snowboard yeah i'd still up for snowboarding but i was like wakeboard that would be the next one <laughs> Golfing just seems like uh, there's so many people my age who are into it. I think, oh, I could be good at it. You could, you could be. I think anyone could be. So, yeah, it's New just Year's hitting, a, hitting a ball with a stick. Right? Okay, I'm going to do golf. Yeah. I mean, you said learn how to play golf. I feel like you've done that because it's just whack a, whack a ball. Well, okay. So, well, learn, get good at golf. Get good is at your golf. Resolution. Yeah, there we go. That's I'll my resolution. That. And and what, is, what are yours? And as I said, I never know. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm reading some. Mine is recorded at least 40 episodes. Right. Good. That's a good resolution to have. <laughs> Because that's like one more than our average. <laughs> right, James, it's been a pleasure. I will chat to you soon. Uh, yeah, uh, cheers, Colin. See you I know I'm going to see you like now because you're in the same room as me. But right. Goodbye, everybody. I'll talk to you in 2020. And goodbye.
people who are triggered for the wrong reasons. 